Welcome to The Determined Mom Show, the only marketing podcast dedicated to guiding mom CEOs into tranquility, wealth, and multiplying those precious moments. Welcome to this episode of The Determined Mom Show. Today, we have the wonderful Latoya Sampson with us, and we are going to be talking about something that is very important, and we're going to be talking about how to break generational patterns and celebrate black joy. And Latoya is the founder and CEO of bydefault.com. So welcome. Thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. I'm very excited to talk to you about this because obviously there's a lot going on in, yeah. you know, in history, obviously. Yes. So I would love to hear first, and I'm sure the audience wants to know about you, your background, and what bydefault.com is, because it sounds very interesting. So I am Latoya L. Sampson. I am originally from Trinidad and Tobago. I am a mother, a wife, an OBGYN, and founder and CEO of bydefault.com. It is a curated directory of Black-owned businesses and Black professionals that cater to the Black community. So that's, you know, that's me. That's awesome. I love that you have the professional background of, you know, being an OBGYN. And then also you have created this amazing directory. So what was the catalyst for the creation of this? Well, it started a long, long time ago. So like I said, I'm from Trinidad. And the first time I actually visited the United States, I was 10. um, And I was with my uncle in his apartment. And I was being nosy, a nosy 10-year-old. And I was (laughs) looking around and I saw a bottle of shampoo that said, for normal hair. And I just remember being very confused as to what normal meant. Because in Trinidad, almost everybody looks like me, right? So half the population is of African descent. Almost everybody has some kind of melanin. Like I didn't, that, that was nothing. Yeah. Right? That's normal to so, you, right? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I was 10, whatever. I forgot about it, but the feeling of confusion always stayed with me. I came back for undergrad. I, you know, realized what normal meant. Like it's, it's not really for me. Right. Yeah. And, you know, that constant feeling of, um, other than or being exotic or you know things like that kind of always goes along and is ascribed to us whereas in my life I'm the standard like everybody you know almost everybody is black and we are all normal to us yeah so you know I always found that when you see these bigger brands they don't really cater specifically to us, to our community, or if they do, it's like kind of like a, an afterthought. Like, you know, let's just, you know, we'll, we'll do stuff for the majority, we mm-hmm. default to the majority, and then we kind of just make things for, for the minorities as well. Um, so, you know, that was always kind of like, mm, I don't know how I feel about that. Um, but then as, you know, the time went on and more in the last couple of years, there are smaller brands, mainly black owned that are catering to us. You know, we're not waiting for a seat at the table. We're just doing our own thing, Yeah. but they are so spread out and so hard to find. It was frustrating for somebody like me because I'm all about efficiency, you know, blame it yeah. on the day job. Well, right? yeah, you, you don't have a lot of time, I'm sure. I don't. So I was like, you know what? I really want to create a place where you can find all of these things 
by Black-owned brands, things that are specifically made for us. When the creator is thinking about their ideal client, their ideal customer, they're thinking about me. They can be thinking about other people as well, but it's an intentional, you know, yeah. creation, you know, for these products and for these services. So I wanted to bring all of those things in one place so you can find it really easily. And I would say, you know, you find what you need to live your best life because, yeah. you know, that's really all anybody wants to do is to live their best life and to be joyful. So that was a long answer to a short question, but there's that's how- No, it was a really great I, answer because, yeah. you know, I think- I know for sure that all of my black friends, my black family, everybody has those experiences. And even my children, you know, like they have those experiences of like seeing my hair and like, why isn't my hair like that? Or, you know, like those kind of things. And I'm like, your hair is way more beautiful than mine because, you know, you can do a million things with it. And all I can do is like this, you know, but, um, you know, there's just so many things that in society are like that. And I think that's a great, you know, catalyst for what you're doing. So, yeah, yeah. It's always the things that affect you, right? You try to find a solution. Mm -hmm. Um, And this, you know, that was my answer to that problem. And, you know, I have so many plans for it as the directory is one thing, but as a platform, I really wanted to be kind of like an affirming space Mm -hmm. So, you know, we have so many external forces and so many things that happen in this world. And my way of keeping sane is, I don't want to call it avoidance, but it's, um, you know, just taking a break. You need a release from from all of that. So really, you know, focusing on joy and Mm -hmm. focusing on positivity, positive images, of black people that's really what um I want to focus on and that's what I hope my platform can be to people you know you come to by default and you feel celebrated catered to mm-hmm. uplifted like just happy and yeah. joyful that's awesome. I love it. Speaking of joyful, um, <laughs> we, we are going to be talking about, um, breaking generational curses. So let's talk about what you feel is maybe, what well, maybe what you feel are the top three of those, uh, generational, um, you know, patterns, habits, yeah. you know, anything, I don't know what, yeah. I don't know exactly what the right word for them, I guess, depending on what it is, (laughs) it may be a blessing. It may be a curse. It may be a, you know, a pattern. It may be uh, something else. So, yeah. So, you know, I feel like they all center, they all come from the same place, this desire to be okay and to survive. Right. Um, When our parents and, you know, when we were growing up and, you know, you hear a lot of people say they were told you have to be twice as good to get half as much. That's, that's a real thing. We don't, we don't have that thing exactly in Trinidad, but the idea is still there, right? You need to excel. You need to, you know, do all these things that when you go out into the world, you are not treated a certain way, or you are not, you know, um, discriminated against, even though no matter what you do, that, that, that those things will happen, right? Um, so, you know, it, it, they really stem from kind of like one place and that need to be 
perfect or having these crazy expectations for for your children um i feel like is the the biggest one and then when you have experiences where you you come and say for example oh i i think i mentioned to you in trinidad we are ranked right mm -hmm. um in school when you get your grades at the end of the year you like i came first i came second in my class so I used to do very well in school, but I didn't always come first. And it was like, well, well why didn't you come first? Yeah, you why know, didn't you? Yeah. yeah, why didn't why didn't you? And you know, it's that those kind of expectations are not celebrating mm -hmm. small wins. I feel like uh, it affected me, and I think it affects a lot of um, a lot of people. And you know, some of the language that we use with our children. Um, and I even caught some of it recently when, you know, my son was crying about something and he, he was told that he's being naughty. I'm like, he's 18 months. <laughs> he's, yeah. He's not, be, he's not being naughty. Yeah. Like, you know, he's, he's being a baby. So that ascribing normal behavior to, you know, something negative yeah. when it's really just normal, I feel like is another one that can really you know, it can really affect a growing child and affect affect adults because we know how much things that happen in childhood affect your life as an adult and, you know, really severe things can actually affect your health. So those, those are, you know, I feel like the biggest ones that I think we can work on and it takes the most amount of work because mm -hmm. it comes with reprogramming. Right. Um, because I find myself falling back into some of those things because that's kind of how I was raised. Yeah. Right. Um, I slipped and it was like, well, are you being naughty? Like, he's not. Mm -hmm. what? Don't, don't say that stuff to him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. I think those are great daily reminders of things, you yeah. know, just kind of always putting that. I don't know if it would be expectation not or like standard, I guess, you know, like that standard of like, okay, everything that we say is going to be positive or have a positive connotation because all of those things, words really can affect my fit. My husband's favorite um, saying is words have meaning yeah. <laughs> like every word. I say a lot too. Do you? Oh, that's funny. Yeah. So, you know, like words have meaning and these you know, the specific words that you use can change yeah. the entire sentence or the entire sentiment around what you're saying. So Definitely. I love that. Yeah, I, uh, I have a question going back to the first one that you, that you raised and it is about like what, you know, doing twice as much to get half as much. Right. So knowing that that is going to happen, um, no matter what, um, in especially in America, in this society that we're in right now, hopefully in future years, it's going to keep getting better and that will, you know, that will be much less. So, or much less and eventually none. So none, right. Um, yeah. That's the goal. <laughs> right. But knowing that that's what the reality is today, mm -hmm. how, as a parent of a black child, do you kind of differentiate between expectations, like, you know, holding them to those expectations yeah. and preparing them for reality? I will be very honest with you. I have no idea. Mm -hmm. yeah. As, as a, 
you know, this I'm a first time mom. Mm-hmm. He's only 18 months. So I have a long time to figure it out. But it's something that I think about all the time. And I feel like making sure he has a strong foundation mm-hmm. is going to be essential, right? Because, and it just so happens that he's a COVID baby and he doesn't go anywhere either. So we could control pretty much everything, the images he sees, all of that stuff. But making sure that he is strong in his himself, making sure that he is reassured that he is normal, he is the standard, you know, you, everything about you is beautiful and wonderful. And, you know, having that ingrained in you, when you go out and have those external forces, you really, nothing can touch you, right? And just making sure that you are um, that's being reinforced all the time and we we do that now we are really intentional about the types of things that he watches the um the educational things that he he uses um and it, it was really important to me for the directory to include things for children um because the, those images and stuff those things matter and even though he's only 18 months that stuff matters and it will it will affect him. So making sure that the shows that he watches, they are positive black characters, if they're black educators. So you if you internalize what we are told and what we receive from outside, you would think that yeah, I, I I'm not surprised that people are afraid of black people. If if this is, you know, if you take in what it comes in from outside. Yeah. Um, so I think for us being intentional in that way is very important so that his foundation is strong. So that when he does go out there, and of course he's going to work hard and have a good work ethic because he has us as parents, but he's also strong in his himself mm-hmm. and his culture and his, you know, everything. So if you encounter that kind of thing, you know, well, that's, that's your issue. That's not really mine because I know who I am and I know my work is solid. I know, you know, I did everything I was supposed to do and, you know, just go from there. So yeah. I think the foundation is the most important thing, but I'm still figuring it out. Yeah. Still figuring it out. Yeah. It's, it's a constant, uh, evolution. I think <laughs> it's yeah. never gonna, never gonna end. You know, I think yeah. even as adults, they're still going to have those experiences yeah. and questions and, you know, yeah. like, why did this happen to me? You know? Right. And, yeah. And I think I come from a place of privilege that I did not grow up here. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, don't get me wrong, Trinidad has its own problems with race, but it's not like this, mm-hmm. right? So some of the burdens that you have when you grow up here, I, I don't have. Um, I lived here long enough where, you know, it's not like I'm an outsider looking in anymore, mm-hmm. but again, my foundation, right? It was, it was strong. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I, it. I've definitely been in, a, um, I think I'm in a place of privilege because of that. Yeah. And, you know, I'm grateful for it, but it's unfortunate that there even is a difference like that. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Yeah. So what can we do as white people, as black people, as any other race, you know, like what can we do to 
help to celebrate Black joy and kind of promote those positive images and, you know, and what difference does it make in a child's life to see someone that looks like them? Yeah. So it was a lot of questions. (laughs) I'm sorry. I know, but it all comes from the same place, right? Yeah. Uh, I think in general, I think people just want to be allowed to be and to Mm -hmm. be themselves, right? So a lot of times people are like, well, you know, what can we do? Just just allow people to be. Mm-hmm. Um, just being left alone sometimes is, is really great. You know, yeah. so you can you can do whatever you'd like and not have to worry about, you know, being told, well, no, you can't do this, no, you know, and you know, getting into allyship and you know, anti-racism and things like that. It's a whole other large conversation, (laughs) but I think, you know, just to touch on that lightly is just acknowledgement that there is an issue. I feel like that is the biggest first step in any kind of anti-racist movement and that being anti-racist is an active thing. It's not, it's not passive at all. And just acknowledging that, but in terms of Black joy, you know, a quote that I love is that Black joy is an act of resistance, right? So you can fight racism just by being joyful. And then from, you know, the other side, allowing people to celebrate their joy and understanding that you may not be a part of it and that's okay, Mm -hmm. right? But I feel like we kind of forget that joyfulness and positivity and affirmations are important, um, especially when there's so much negativity coming in, right? A lot of people do the trauma porn and I, I really can't get down with that. Like, that's not how I, like I actually detached myself completely last year in 2020 because yeah. I was postpartum, you know, hormones, all that stuff I was just like no more social media for me yeah I'm watching news like I don't do any of that because yeah. I just I can't and it's the type of person that I am the those those things really affect me and I think that's why I focus so much on the imagery and the messaging because I know how much the negative side of things affects me mm-hmm. right like affects my dreams like it really bothers me so on the flip side those positive images and the positive imagery and the joyfulness is is going to affect you too it affects you deeply yeah so um I feel like remembering that this is important too yes activism is important all of those things of course that's what's going to move us forward but to keep us sane to keep us healthy we also need to be joyful and focus on the positive things um so you know that's where that's why I choose to plant my flag and yeah as my as my form of resistance yeah yeah I love that and I think it makes complete sense because if you know something is pulling you one way and you don't want to go that way then obviously going the opposite way is the next logical um step so I love it yeah yeah Awesome. So do you have anything else that you would like to share about breaking those curses and breaking those patterns or website or anything? Just remembering to take a step back and really examine 
why we say the things that we say, why we believe the things that we believe. Is it because these are the things you heard growing up? These are the things you believe, these are the things you were told? And how is that really affecting you now? How is that going to affect your children? Right? Because there are a million different things. I talked about the, you know, the things that affect affected me, but different people have different experiences. So just a lot of um, self-exploration, I think, is important to really know, well, is this really something I should be passing on? Yeah. Right? Um, do I want to do away with this? And will my child or even myself, will, will I have a better life because of it? Will, will I be more joyful because I didn't continue these patterns that, you know, they they were well-meaning, but not really serving you at this point and not for this in this time, you know? So just paying attention to those things and acknowledging that it is a work in progress, yeah. right? Because um, I'm a work, I'm a work in progress. Yes. <laughs> I think we all are. Definitely. Right? Yeah. And then, you know, for the directory, by default has only just started. I am, you know, I have so many plans for this platform. And I use the word platform because it's it's more than just a directory, right? Um, it's a place for us to, like I said before, feel celebrated, uplifted. So if you ever need a break and you want to see some Black Joy, come on over, right? Yeah. You know, we are Instagram on the, the website. Um, it will be so much more. I don't want to don't want to give too much away, mm. but <laughs> there's such great plans um, that I have for it. And it's taught me a lot uh, with entrepreneurship. And it's actually taught me something about how I grew up and some of those patterns as well, because something I never did before was to celebrate small wins, because I think we talked about this on our call. Yeah. I'm very hard on myself. Right. Um, so, and there are a lot of expectations. And I think you asked me if situations with my mom and nitpicking and stuff like that affected how I am now. And I originally said no. And then after I told you, it, it felt like a therapy session. I yeah. thought about it after we spoke and I was like, you know what? It probably has affected me. And it's one of those things that's so deeply ingrained that I didn't even, I just thought that that's how I, I was. Like I've always been a hard worker, of course, but you know, coming home and being excited about a grade or whatever and then being compared it's just like womp, womp, yeah. like yeah yeah you know? like that's not yeah. good yeah. yeah yeah so yeah just really celebrating those small wins I always get caught up in the next step mm -hmm. right and the next step and the next step. And you don't take a, a minute to be like, okay, well, this was, this is big, like celebrate this. Again, this is a moment of joy. And I just throughout my career and growing up and stuff, I was always focused on, well, I could have, I could have done a little bit more. I could have done this. I could have done that. But, you know, going through this journey of creating the directory and starting a business, you really need to stop and celebrate the small wins because it will never feel like anything is going right and then yes. the whole journey will pass you by and it's just like 
well, I think some good stuff happened back there, but uh, I don't really, I don't really remember. So um, taking, going through this journey has really taught me even more than before the importance of taking a step back, celebrating those small wins, being joyful. And yeah, I, I, I'm in, I'm very interested to see where, where this is going to go, but yeah. I'm excited. I'm very excited for what's next. Yeah, that's awesome. I think it is much needed and I'm very excited that it is out there. Are you looking currently for people to join the platform as vendors or? Yeah. So I'm looking for people to join the platform and I'm looking for people to just know about it so that Mm -hmm. it can be used because there are a lot of directories out there right now um, for um, Black-owned businesses. But the difference with mine is that I focus on the consumer and the customer. So, you know, promoting Black-owned businesses is like a default, right? Like that's just what it is. But I, and I, you know, mentioned this many times before my thing is about you coming to the platform and feeling all of those things feeling happy feeling catered to all those things so I only list uh, businesses that I feel represent that very explicitly right because of course if you are black and you're making something obviously you have um, black people as an ideal uh, customer but again the imagery right Mm -hmm. the intentionality those things are important to me so I purposely list businesses where it is very obvious this is for us right or um they explicitly say hey this is for us yeah you know it's very obvious they they are not there's some uh businesses that I found where you can't even tell it's black owned, which is fine. It's not a knock on how anybody chooses to run or market their business, but it's just not what I'm looking for, for what I'm trying to achieve because I'm focused on the consumer and I'm focused on your feeling when you come to my platform. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I have a, I have a vision (laughs) and, you know, I, um, again, intentional with who I choose to be on there. So if anybody's listening and you your business fits that bill, come on over, send me an email. I, yeah. I will be happy, happy to list. Um, and then another thing that's a little bit different is that uh, it's not just about product-based businesses, it's about service-based businesses as well and professionals because I really want it to be a place where you can come to find every single thing you need to live your best life. And that includes coaching, therapists, doctors, lawyers, like all of those things are important as well. So um, I don't want it to just be, you can buy some hair products and things like that. While that stuff is important, I want it to be all encompassing. Yeah. Um, So, yeah. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing all of your experiences and knowledge and your perspective. I truly appreciate it. And I you know, welcome the opportunity to speak with you. So thank you so much. It was really, really great um, speaking with you this morning. I'm, I'm very happy that um, I was able to come on and thank you for having me. Definitely. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the determined mom show. We appreciate you and we would love for you to leave us a review on Apple podcasts. This will help us reach as many other moms as we can. Don't forget to download your 10 things you should be doing to get more clients from Google search guide 
rebrand.ly forward slash Google 10.